you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. Wow, what a week, huh? You know, so much has happened this past week, I think we should just dive in. <laughs> and let's face it, after Hurricane Nicholas, there's plenty of water to dive in, right? So, let's just start with that latest hurricane, because most of the experts feel like Houston dodged a bullet on this one. Look, I'm no meteorologist, nor do I pretend to know very much about tropical storms, but I have endured my fair share of them over the 41 years I've lived here. Plus, I've worked in broadcasting for the entire time, so I've covered almost every tropical storm from Alicia to Nicholas. Again, that doesn't make me an expert, but I've ridden out major hurricanes in a small two-story building in the heart of the Montrose, and on the 19th floor of a 20-story building in Greenway Plaza. Plus, I also stayed in a two-story home in the suburbs through Harvey, so I've seen hurricanes from several different viewpoints over the decades. Candidly, I don't know how anyone can deny that we're experiencing more tropical storms and more powerful hurricanes than ever before. And I know this is a political hand grenade. No matter where I come down on this issue, some people are going to call me names. The climate change cynics will call me a sheep if I say storms are more frequent and more powerful. And if I don't say that climate change is the source for all the storms, then the people on the other side will call me a science denier. In point of fact, I'm somewhere in the middle. Surprise! Old moderately moderate moderate Randy comes down somewhere in the middle again. Here's what I believe. I believe climate change is real. Now, if you disagree with me, please just hear me out. You might be surprised. I believe climate change is real. I just don't believe it's the only reason why tropical storms are more frequent and powerful than they were 40 years ago when my family and I moved to Houston. Again, I'm not a climatologist, so I can't cite any specific scientific evidence to prove my opinion. It's just my opinion. Nothing more. But I think the reasons why tropical storms are so much worse these days are a combination of things, and climate change is just one of them. And I can already hear people on both sides calling me names right now, just as I predicted. Well, that's too bad. Frankly, I don't care. I believe in science, and I definitely believe the climatologists and the meteorologists know more than the politicians do. Sure, there are scientists who disagree on global warming and all that stuff, but they're in a very small minority. Climate change is real. I just don't happen to believe it's as all-consuming as some people claim. Yeah, yeah, moderately, moderate, moderate Randy being moderately, moderate again. And I know that honks some of you off, but that's just the way I feel, and I'm not going to apologize for it. And neither should you. After all, we have the freedom to disagree, right? That's a beautiful thing. But enough of the serious stuff, other than to remind you and me to prepare as if the next big storm is right on our doorstep, because by the time it is right on our doorstep, it'll be too late to prepare. Anyway, let's move along to more enjoyable pursuits, shall we? Today is National Cheeseburger Day in America. That's what we'll be talking about. I have a long and illustrious history with cheeseburgers. No, really. I could eat a cheeseburger for lunch every day. In fact, I did eat a cheeseburger for lunch every day back when I was a bachelor. But more on that in a minute. I've talked about how my father taught me the art of grilling in the backyard, and burgers were among his specialties. I don't actually recall whether he grilled cheeseburgers or just burgers. I just remember that I loved them. However, as a child, I was a picky eater. I've talked about this before in regard to vegetables, <laughs> and that quirk carried over into the condiments that I wanted on my burger. For many years as a child, I insisted that I only wanted meat, mustard, and bread on my burger. My folks thought I was crazy. In retrospect, I must admit I don't understand it either. 
But my tastes changed drastically while I was in basic training in the Army. Let me just say, we were constantly hungry in basic because we were always doing a lot of physical activity, obviously. As such, I learned to eat anything and everything that was offered to me in the mess hall. And we only got burgers one time during basic. That was when our platoon won platoon of the cycle. It was a reward. And I happily ate the lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, everything but onions. I still don't care for raw onions. And thus, my opinions about condiments on burgers evolved rather quickly. Know what I mean? Then, while I was overseas in the Army, we weren't allowed to eat raw vegetables grown in Korea, where I was stationed. At the time, the Koreans lacked the quality controls over sanitizing uncooked vegetables, so the only raw vegetables that were served in the mess hall were shipped over from the U.S. As a result, we never had lettuce or tomatoes, and that meant no salad and certainly no condiments like that on burgers. Suddenly, I found myself missing lettuce and tomatoes on lots of things. So when I came back from Korea, my parents were shocked when I ordered a burger with everything, hold the onions. They thought I had matured, but they didn't know I was just hungry. <laughs> now I was out on my own. Uh, no more mom's cooking, no more college cafeterias, no more army mess halls. And that's when I started eating a double meat burger for lunch every day. And I do mean every day. It got so ridiculous that the workers at the burger joint would see me coming and just throw a couple of patties on the grill for me so I wouldn't have to wait in line. It would have been kind of cool if it hadn't been so sad. My co-workers at the radio station thought I was crazy, a lot like my parents, but I didn't care. I loved, loved, loved those double meat burgers, cheeseburgers. And I didn't have to answer to my parents or the army or anyone else. I could eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. So I ate double meat cheeseburgers, and anybody who didn't like it could just go pound sand, as far as I was concerned. Plus, I was only 23 years old, so I never gained any weight. Ever. Boy, those days are gone forever. But my love of cheeseburgers is still stronger than an acre of garlic. Please, no garlic on my burger. No onions. Thank you very much. These days, I gravitate toward that big orange sign when I want a cheeseburger. You know, the one with the gigantic W on it. I know some people think those frou-frou burgers from the West Coast are better, and I'll admit they're good, but I'm a native Texan. I don't have time for all that special sauce nonsense. I want mustard and mayo, then lettuce, tomatoes, and pickles, all the onions, and cheese, double cheese, to go with that double meat. Texas toast is a nice touch, but... A good old-fashioned hamburger bun works just fine for me. My taste in hamburgers stays pretty simple. On the other hand, I do enjoy a good craft burger once in a while, too. Ron Brandani of Brandani's Burgers, Tacos, and Brews in Missouri City, he makes some pretty impressive craft burgers. And my wife and I always grab Brandani's Burgers when we want something like that. Ron has several craft burgers on the menu that look intriguing. The Texas Patty Melt on Texas Toast. I don't care for caramelized onions, though. His mushroom burger features sherry mushroom gravy and grilled tomatoes. Never thought of that. But it also has caramelized onions. Hey, my daughter-in-law loves caramelized onions, so I'm not trying to disparage them at all. Then Ron has another burger on the menu called Brie and Candied Bacon Burger. That also includes candied jalapenos and arugula. You know, I don't know why, but to me, arugula always sounded like the noise that the dive horn makes on a submarine. Arugula! Arugula! But I digress. It still sounds good, doesn't it? Not the dive horn. The burger. Oh, and Ron gives a nod to that frou-frou burger from the West Coast with his California burger. It has sliced avocado, tomato, arugula, Swiss cheese, and bacon, because everything's better with bacon, right? Plus, Brandani's even has a triple-double burger. No, it's not really triple meat. I'll never make that mistake. At least not again. This one has double meat, double cheese, and double bacon, so that's the triple he's talking about. And let's face facts. That just scratches the surface when it comes to craft burgers, because there's a thousand different ways to make burgers. So we're going to enlist the help of some other burger masters who have some really great ideas of their own about how to craft the perfect burger whether it qualifies as a craft burger or not. First, it'll be Linda Hamilton. 
She's the general manager at Tookie's Burgers. And then we'll talk to Ricky Craig, who owns the Hubcap Grill. You know, by the time we're finished today, you should have plenty of great ideas for how to craft a burger delicacy of your own. Oh, and when you do, would you please let me know when we're going to eat, okay? If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. 
Say hello now to Linda Hamilton, who is the manager of Tookies in Seabrook. How are you, Linda? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Start out by explaining how you personally cultivated an interest in the food preparation industry. Well, it probably started off when I was maybe 10 or 11. My parents owned a little Mexican restaurant in a small town in South Texas, and I was the only one who wasn't old enough to work there. And I always thought in my head, like, I can do this. I don't know why they don't let me, and I'm 10 years old. (laughs) So um, I started off by serving, actually, as a Hooters girl. (laughs) But I would think I could do this better. I always had ideas in my head, and one day I thought, you know, what's better than being a restaurant manager if I'm good at it and I'm passionate at it? Because I was a trainer, and I would train the newer employees, and I enjoyed training because I thought I would train them the way it's supposed to be done and the right way. That's what I thought about managing as well. So that's where I met my boss, actually, Ali. He was a manager at Hooters as well. And then we both quit Hooters and we're doing our own thing. And he opened up Tookies. Well, he sought me out to do seafood and he wanted me to be the general manager there. So Ali and I, my boss, Ali Velasco, we have a growing relationship for a while. From Hooters to Tookies. Yes. <laughs> I like that. It has a certain <laughs> ring to it, doesn't it, Linda? From Hooters to Tookies, that's where we are. <laughs> and we know we kind of use some of the, it's very similar. You know, at Hooters, you wouldn't think that it's a family restaurant, but it is. And at Tookies, it's a family restaurant. So that's kind of how we, it's good that we work together and we have that foundation because we kind of take the, the way we learned at Hooters, which was quality food, things like that. We kind of brought those qualities, those cornerstones with us here. So tell us how Tookie's got its name. Well, the original owner, his name is Jim Spears. When he was little, he lived in a small town in Texas, and there was a drugstore, Tooker's Brothers, like the drugstore that has the hand-spun milkshakes and things like that. Uh-huh. And he loved the way it felt, the nostalgia of the atmosphere and things like that. So he kind of got the name from the drugstore called Tooker Brothers. So when you walk into Tookies and you see all of the knickknacks hanging everywhere and the home feel of the signs, the gas station lights, things like that, he took that from the drugstore, Tooker Brothers, and just a small town where he grew up at. I also have to begin by pointing out that our executive producer here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, his name is Greg Burlocker. He professes his undying devotion to Tookies as home to the best burgers in town. And oddly enough, that just happens to be your motto at Tookies, home to the best burgers in town. So we'll get into the specifics as we proceed. But generally speaking, Linda, what sets Tookies Burgers apart from all the others out there? I think it's the consistency and attention to detail that we like to focus on. The recipes are very easy, but it's the execution that sets us apart from all the other restaurants. You know, when you come in for your day at work, it's not like you just unlock the door and move on with your day and lock it. You have to be in the kitchen. You know, every day that I'm here, I'm spending making sure that the buns are toasted, checking the seasoning, making sure that they're seasoning the patties from end to end. So, It's easy, but trying to get it to where you find good people to execute it daily, consistently, that's the difficult part. So I feel like that's what sets us apart and our service. A lot of times you go to burger restaurants, it's just like a little burger joint, and you get the service of a burger joint. I feel like we give the service of, you know, a four-star restaurant and the feel of a burger joint. So you feel like you're at home, but you're getting the service of a greater restaurant. So I feel like that's what sets us apart from everybody else. Well, then let's get right to it. Walk us through the patty-making process for hamburgers at Tookie's. And remember, our audience is a group of people who want to try these kinds of things out at home. So don't leave anything out, okay? Well, it's very simple. We start off with a big log of ground beef, and then we put it into little balls. And then we get wax paper, and we set out wax paper across like our kitchen line. And then we put the balls on top of the wax paper. And then you get another piece of wax paper and you put it over the balls. So you have a little sandwich of wax paper and ground beef. And what we do is we get our plates that we serve the burgers on. And you just smash them down until they're about three-fourths of an inch thick. And for me to be a manager, I had to train and I had to work every station of the kitchen. So one of them was to smash the patties 
go ab workout that you get in that kitchen doing those because you're just, you have to put your entire body into it. It is not easy. And you can imagine how many burgers we make. So it's really simple. I mean, if you did it at home, you wouldn't be making hundreds of them. So you wouldn't get the ab workout that you get at Tookie's, but you would still get a workout because it's not that easy. So that's basically how we do it. So it's a good upper body workout. But you know, it's been said that a burger is only as good as its bun. Yes. So where does Tookie's get its buns? We actually get our buns from a local bakery. They are specially made just for Tookie's or sesame seeded buns. But to get them toasted is kind of the harder part. You would think we just use a machine and we put them down, you put a little butter on it and you slide it down the toaster. But if they're not thick enough, then they don't toast as good. So we have this issue sometimes because the bun isn't thick enough to where it's not hitting the toasted side of it. Right. So that's the key. So when we're on Expo, which is the last line of defense before the food goes out to the guests, we have to look and make sure that they're toasted before we even put them out and send them out. Because if they're not toasted, then the grease or the mayonnaise, it'll soak through the bun and you won't get that like little crunch when you bite into it of toastedness. It's easy, but it's difficult because when you're very busy, it's hard to pay attention to detail, but that's why a manager is always there making sure that every burger goes out and it's toasted perfectly. And what kind of cheeses do you offer? We offer American, cheddar, Swiss, provolone, pepper jack, and blue cheese. Okay, before we run out of time, we've now put together the basic Tookie's burger, but Tookie's has a section on its menu called Our Creations. So let's describe some of your specialty burgers, and we'll start with a champion. When you also call it number 99, can we safely assume you mean J.J. Watt? (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) So what's on it? Well, on the 99, we have mayo, lettuce, tomato, and pickles, and cheddar cheese. But what makes the 99 special is it's marinated in onions and a special blend. It's really a secret that only one person actually preps our 99s because we don't want the secret of the recipe to get out. So we have our kitchen manager. He makes the 99 blend and puts it in the meat, and that's what makes it special. It's marinated in a wine. It has special spices and other things in there. And so when you taste it, that meat has a flavor and a smell like no other. It's it's amazing. And after you eat it, you can rush the passer. <laughs> <laughs> bean burger sounds pretty obvious, but actually it's not. What can we expect to find on a bean burger at Tookie's? It's amazingness. That is my favorite one of them all. It has refried beans, paste picante sauce, cheddar cheese, Fritos, and onions. And you would think, I don't know what you would think when you when someone describes that, but when you eat it, all the ingredients together, it's like a party in your mouth. It is so good. You can always add things to it. We have add-ons. So I like to add, you know, avocado, jalapenos, and things like that, and it's the best burger to me on the menu. Everybody likes squealers and things like that, but the bean burger is my ultimate favorite. Now, you guys rate that bean burger as moderately hot, but you have another burger called Stomp's Ice House Special, and you claim that's very hot. Why? Well, that one has the paste picante sauce, and it also has jalapenos on it as well, and grilled onions, but the jalapenos that you add to it, it makes it a little hotter than the bean burger. And we think we know the answer to this, but we'll bite anyway. (laughs) Get it? Bite. Joke. (laughs) Okay, never mind. Anyway, what's on the squealer? Here's a hint, folks. Well, that's everybody's favorite is the squealer. It has bacon, obviously, on it. That's why we call it a squealer. But the bacon isn't on top of it. It's actually ground bacon, and we mix it into with the ground beef. So when you look at it, it looks just like a patty. But if you look closely, you can see the pink in it from the bacon. So every single bite, if you're a bacon lover, every single bite of the burger, you're going to taste bacon in it. And Tookie's, of course, has onion rings and french fries, but you guys have tater tots, too. I love tater tots, Linda. How do you make them? Actually, the key to that is just making sure that our fryer is set at 360 degrees. If it's too high or too low, the tater tots, they won't come out as crispy as they should. So it's very easy. Just frying them for two minutes, and then they're good. What's your website, Linda? Our website is tookiesburgers.com. This has been Linda Hamilton. She's the manager of Tookies, home to the best burgers in town. And that town is not restricted to Seabrook, where they're located. Thanks for your time, Linda. Let's talk again soon, okay? Thank you. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. 
Randy will be right back with more smoking hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, a electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original All Spas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Hames to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data SIM with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data SIMs. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a complete computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. We are happy to welcome now Ricky Craig. Ricky and his dad, Richard, own and operate the five locations of the Hubcap Grill. How you doing, Ricky? Doing great. All right, let's begin with a little background about you and your family. How did you get into the food preparation industry? Uh, it started, you know, when I was younger, and I started at 16 years old just waiting tables, and it's, I think it's in my blood, you know, started off so young, being around the restaurant business, 
and working, you know, at a young age, it just kind of just grew on me. And Ricky's focus, along with his dad, is the topic of today's show, hamburgers. So how did you and your dad get into the burger biz? My father, Richard, my mom, Diane, and me, we were running, actually, an Italian deli in downtown location. And that was a family-run operation, just it was lunchtime only. And I wanted to kind of venture out and really kind of do something on my own. And I was like, I want to do something like all American. Then you can't get any better than burgers. So I kind of set out, go around some of the areas, even travel and see what I like about some burger places and what I don't like about, like the negatives. Now, I remember making a list of all the negatives that I didn't like in burger places, little burger joints. And when I came home, I got a piece of paper and I was like, I'm going to turn all these negatives into positives and try to create (laughs) what I like. And I started looking for a location and I had a menu together and I just opened up like literally three blocks down the street from my um, family run business when we had the Italian deli. So did you start out cooking the burgers yourself? Uh, yes, I did. I was doing taste tests at the family at deli and we we're out passing out samples with people, giving them taste tests and getting feedback, what they think. I was, And then also I'll come home at night and I'll invite family and friends over sisters, brother-in-laws, everybody coming over and just cooking burgers and tasting them. I'm like, what do you think? You know, every down to salt, pepper, the seasoning, even down to the meat ratio, how much fat and meat. And we'd all cut them into quarters and taste. And I was just listening to everybody's feedback. And we all agreed 100% what we thought was work right. That's what I put on the menu. So we know there are five hubcap grills all together now, but what was your original location? The original location was downtown on Prairie Street, 1111 Prairie. So tell us how you expanded. Uh, Was the Heights the first place you went? Yes. After the downtown location, downtown location has been in operation for about 10 years now. Make a little money and stocking it away and save it. And I was like, let me just roll it into another hubcap. I was starting to get people telling me, hey, why don't you come over here in this area, in the Heights area? So I started looking around the area, and my father actually found the location. He's like, hey, I want to show you something. And he showed it to me, and I was like, let's do it. And we did the open up the Heights about four, I want to say about four and a half years ago, the Heights location. And so where is it in the Heights? What's the exact address? 1133 West 19th Street. So now you've expanded to five locations. What are the other three? Uh, let me see. We have Kima location. It's right off of 146. It's right there, kind of in the Clear Lake area, right by the Kima boardwalk and all that. We're at 800 Bradford. And then I have a location in Galveston on the Strand. It's a 2021 Strand Street. And let me see. What else do we have here? Also, the fifth location is actually controlled, owned, and operated through the Latrell Groups. And that's like the managing group. And pretty much that's just like a license agreement for them to use my trademark names and the recipes and the whole business model. And pretty much it's like a a royalty thing. That's the one in the airport, right? Yes, sir. That's an intercontinental airport and terminal A. So uh, would it be safe to say these days your duties are largely managerial? Yes, it's starting to grow so fast, you know, and trying to get out of that mom and pop stage, if that makes any sense, you know, and put structure into place and really polish up the places. It's a lot of work. Of course, you know, these restaurants, and it's, you know, it's pretty much like 24-7. Burgers can vary widely. So what do you think distinguishes Hubcap Grills Burgers from all the others that are out there? Um, our burger buns, we get those made from a local baker, and those are delivered every single morning at every location around 8 a.m. when we unlock the doors to get into prep. Another thing is once we get those fresh bread that's baked, we toast them. Not only on the bottom, we toast them on the top and the bottom. I think that's a good key to holding the burger together. I hear a lot of people complain, like at other places, oh, I like the burger, but it just fell apart at halfway. Well, we toast our buns, burger buns, top and bottom. Also, too, our beef, we use fresh ground chuck, never, ever frozen. And we form our own patties by hand. Well, let's talk about that for just a minute because this is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. And everybody's looking for tips and tricks on how to make patties. How do you fashion your patties at the Hubcap Grill? What we do is we first form like a ball. We do about about a six and a half, seven ounce ball. And actually we put ours, we have one of my trade secrets, I guess you could say. We actually use a tamale press, believe it or not. Hmm. Put the ball right there in the middle of the tortilla press. Slam it down, you got a nice patty. What kind of ingredients do you use in the patties? So we season on top and bottom. We don't mix anything in the meat. 
we want to season it top and bottom. Uh, we have actually have a hubcap seasoning that I make just of salt, pepper, a little bit of granulated garlic, a little bit of a granulated onion, and there's two to three other stuff in there. I can't tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> but, uh, but when you cook in a patty, what you want to do is I think you should season on the top and bottom and always use a flat top grill to get that nice sear and char where it locks in the juices and holds the seasoning together. Well, Ricky, do you sell the seasoning? Can people come by and buy the seasoning and make their own burgers? We sure do. We uh, actually bottle all that and label it, and you can get that right at the order window. Not only great on burgers, but great on steaks, pork chops, you name it. It's good for barbecuing as well. And in some ways, Hubcap Grill has taken the burger to a whole new level. These are some of the most unusual combinations I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot. Let's start out by having you describe the quadruple clogger. The quadruple heart clogger. We call it quadruple four because it consists of four proteins. You got a meat patty topped with American cheese, and then we add bacon. And then we add a grilled hot dog wiener that's grilled on the grill. And then we add chili. My goodness. How do you get it in your mouth? <laughs> no, it, it, it's a big burger. It's not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. But pretty much if you think about it, hey, I like bacon. I like hot dog. I like chili. Hey, let's put it on the burger. Why not? And those who like burger for breakfast, there's Hubcap Grill's famous waffle burger. Tell us how you make that, Ricky. Yeah, the waffle burger, that's actually an off-menu special that I usually do. If you just follow me like on Twitter or Facebook or just call up at the restaurant, we usually do those on the weekends. And basically, you know, when I was a little kid, one of my favorite things to eat was the old school egg on my egos. Just pop them in the toaster. So what we do is we use old school egg on my egos and we top that with a um, chuck patty, um, American cheese. We use sliced bacon and then we drizzle that with a little bit of um, waffle syrup. Do you put butter on it too? A little bit of butter. The little bit of butter goes on the meat and the cheese when it's cooking on the flat top grill. And the most intriguing name for a burger on your menu has to be the black and blue burger. Tell us the juicy details. Yeah, the black and blue, basically what you're looking at for the blue is we use fresh blue crumble, uh, blue cheese. And we use also blue cheese dressing, and then we use crispy bacon. And there you go. You have the black and blue. You can top that off with your favorite toppings, grilled onions, mushrooms, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, onions, the whole kitchen sink, if you like. And what in the world is a hubcap decker? A decker is pretty much just a double meat and cheese, but what we do is we layer it like a club sandwich. So instead of having a bun top and bottom, you got a middle piece of bread. Basically, it's lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, onions, and you get one beef patty with Swiss cheese, and then you got a layer middle piece of bread. We add another patty to that. So it's almost like a triple layer burger, and we use our Hubcap special sauce that goes on that. It's like a mayo aioli. And talk about an identity crisis. What about the pizza burger? What is it? Is it a pizza or is it a burger? Hey, you know, these are like, people are like, what are you doing? Hot dogs, <laughs> pizza? I mean, these are like all my favorite foods. These are like my favorite foods. And I'm like, sometimes, you know, I've been going out to like dinner, and you're like, man, I'm so indecisive. What do I want? Do I want pizza? <laughs> I want to go get a burger. I'm like, man, let's just put it together. Have fun. That's the best of both worlds. Why not? I mean, that's pretty much what I like did that. So it, it's simple. Sometimes simple is the best. That's another off-menu special that I'll do. It's a beef patty, and I use homemade marinara sauce that goes on top, and we cover that with Swiss and mozzarella cheese. And then what we do is we add pepperoni to it. But what we do is we pop it in the deep fryer, and we fry the pepperoni so it's real crispy and salty. There's pepperoni on it and two buns. So you get marinara, cheese, beef, and crispy pepperoni. It gives it that nice texture and bite to it. And for those who crave Cheetos, they even make a burger with Cheetos. Are those very popular? Do you sell a lot of those? A lot. It's another thing. We just put Cheetos and cheese sauce on it. Nacho cheese sauce. And that sounds finger-licking good, Ricky. Oh, yeah. At the Hubcap Grill. This has been Ricky Craig. Thanks for your time, Ricky. Let's talk again soon. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. 
At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. Every time I talk to this guy, we wind up getting the sillies. But you know... They paid us to get sillies for about 30 years. <laughs> it's my old Hudson and Arrogant Show radio partner, Fred Olson. What's going on, my brother? Well, it's, it's all good. Uh, you want to talk about food today? You want to talk about football? Or you want to talk about football and food? What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about the weather first. Nicholas was a blowhard, but he didn't pack much punch, did he? Well, not here, though, but I'd hate to be in New Orleans or uh, along the coast of Louisiana, but... Yeah, once it hit, it was supposed to, literally, we were watching it the other day, and it was, the line was going to go literally right over our house. Wow. Literally. You know, they had the, the path they always projected, one red line. I mean, it would just gone right over us. And so I'm looking around going, I better batten down the hatches and get some things done. And then the next thing you know, within like two hours, it had changed course and it had gone up the coast. I went, wow. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we, we escaped. I really did want the rain. It just didn't want any damage. 
Well, I figure I've got more work to do just to get things back to normal than I do to have to clean up after the storm. We had some downed trees and branches, a lot of scattered debris in the street, but nothing much beyond that. But high wind has never stopped us from being on the radio before. Won't stop us today either. So let's talk about those Texans. Didn't see that one coming, did you? You know, my biggest wish is that we could play Jacksonville about six times a year. <laughs> um, they just, you know, it, it, so I saw a great uh, quote that said, you know what? Uh, Urban Meyer, who's a coach, is learning that you play Alabama every week yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, it's it's a it's a different world. But but I was just extremely happy to see our boys look like you know a disciplined, well coached team for a change. Was that your impression too? Well, you, you consider that our team. I think we again. I think we talked about last week. Maybe the oldest or second oldest. Yeah. Uh, team in the NFL. So the, a lot of these guys are veterans. They've been through this. You know, it was great to see Danny Amendola. He kind of reminds me of Danny Ainge. He was a guy that when he's on the other team, you don't like. Yeah. But if he was on your team, you'd like him. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and I remember how many times the Patriots ate us up with Amendola, that little slot receiver thing, and just over and over and over. And when I saw him shooting across the, uh, from the sideline with it and take the ball into the end zone, I went, I'm glad he's on our side. <laughs> yeah, really. But you know, overall, I realize a lot of people are still very skeptical about David Cully. I think you're one of them. But I thought he looked kind of like a CEO type coach. You know, I thought he was a steady hand. What do you say? Well, I think you know, I watch him on the sidelines every time they cut to him. He's like staring up at the jumbotron. It's like, huh? <laughs> and it's not that he's. He, I think I think he's just he's really concerned. He, you know, these are his guys. He's a First time head coach in the NFL, and um, but you know the reason I, I had my reservations. He spent two years with the Ravens, right? As was a pass coordinator or whatever receiver thing, and they were like thirty first in the NFL those two years. He coached those guys. Now maybe they spent all their draft capital on running backs and, and uh, offensive line or defense or whatever, but he didn't have really a great repertoire uh, coming in. But you know what? If he's a steady hand and, and and you look at Lovey, Lovey's just calm no matter what happens. He just yeah. strokes strokes that Gandalf beard, which looks just great <laughs> actually, and he just yeah looks at the guys and goes, "That's it, that's it, that's it." You know, so yeah, we we're not used to seeing that on the sideline, are we? We're not used to seeing such camaraderie <laughs> or. But I, I will tell you, I was I was shocked at Jacksonville being so unprepared. I mean, the little bitty things like. 12 men in the huddle and then, you know, just, um, movement and, and just indecision, but also what Levy Smith threw at them as far as, you know, uh, the defensive package, cause they'd all come to the line and three of them would drop back quick as the ball was snapped. And, and he just threw some really different looks at him. And I liked Tim Kelly's play calling, uh, especially I heard something that I, I never used to hear on Sundays with the Texans. What a great red zone offense. <laughs> and the, the, the play call with Amendola and all that stuff and the way they were just really disguising uh, where the receivers were going to go and, and what they were going to run and the roots. And I thought, I'm, I'm not, I think I've ever heard that with the Texans before. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really nice. It was nice. And I know it was the Jaguars and all that. Their defense just stinks. But it looks to me like Tim Kelly was kind of hamstrung under – previous head coaches who we shall not name, but David Cully looks like he's kind of loosened up the reins, allowed him to be a little more creative. Is that how you saw it? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Just, you know, they're running things we're not used to. It isn't just, you know, uh, three yards in a cloud of dust, you know, in the, in running the gap with the, with the running backs all the time. And I love Farrell Brown, man, that one catch he made, he's six, six tight end. Yeah. Big man. And, uh, yeah, he's he's he was fun to watch. I just looked at him and he jumped up there like DeAndre. <laughs> uh, he's awesome. Oh my! And uh, and yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I I think there's a lot of good about it. We're going to play a good team this week. He's got a one heck of a pass rush with uh, with Miles Garrett out of A and M, and then he's got Jadavian Clowney on the other side of my right. Is it? Yes. Yeah, Clowney's on the other side of the line. So it's it's going to be a much different pass rush. And, 
So we're going to see. It'll be a real good litmus test for the team. Well, you talk about defense, but the defense was the star. Let's just start with turnovers. And I don't mean Sarah Lee. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Going into the Cleveland game, the Texans are plus three. Yeah. When's the last time we heard that statement? (laughs) They were minus nine last year. And I understand that's almost certainly a direct result of the beard. Lovey Smith is a defensive genius. Am I on target in your mind? Well, I want to thank, I want to, I just want to thank, uh, Trevor Lawrence for being colorblind on that third one. Because <laughs> uh, our guy was on the ground kneeling and he threw it like right to him in that position. I went, I got to watch that again and again <laughs> and again. You know, you, you realize that Lawrence has lost, I think, in his entire career from a, a kid football player has lost five games total. Wow. And so this was his sixth one, I think. And he's looking around going, I'm not used to losing. Well, welcome to Jacksonville. Well, overall, we can't forget that it was Jacksonville. And the Cleveland Browns are going to be a completely different animal, especially Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I don't see him making those dumb rookie mistakes like Trevor Lawrence. Do you think? Well, you look at over the years, how bad Cleveland has been. You know how many number one first round draft picks they've had? Yeah. Just think about it. I mean, just, and that's their draft capital. What, I don't know how many picks they had in the last couple of years. It's phenomenal. They should have good players uh, by now. And they've got a, a much better coaching staff. So, yeah, and after you stockpile all these number one and number two guys forever, I hope you come up with a, with a team. And I was kind of rooting for them, except when they play us, of course. But, but they're just kind of fun to watch to see them finally evolve into a uh, – a good unit, even though that one guy, I can't remember, Harrison lost his cool and was standing on uh, on the running back for the, for the Chiefs, had his foot <laughs> yeah. on his chest. And, yeah, they frown upon that. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, and then the KC coach got involved with Harrison, and then he just lost his cool. Now, you, didn't ha- you don't have to do that stuff. You just don't have to do it. And um, But, yeah, so if they can keep it together, they're going to they're gonna put a, a good fight, I think, up with, with the, the Browns coming up Sunday. It should be interesting. I just hope that Vincent Taylor is not out too long. He looked like he was a real stud in the middle. Yeah, well, we get Grenard back this week, too. He would, he didn't play that first game. So, uh, have I got the name right, Grenard? Yeah. I yeah. think you're right, yeah. Yeah, the kid will look great in, in preseason. So, so yeah, that's, I didn't see a lot of names on the injured reserve or, or uh no. Anything else? So maybe everybody came through pretty good. I know we got enough linebackers to keep recycling them through there. And um, there was one part where Vincent Hargraves, or no, Vincent, um, is it? What's his first name again? Vernon Hargraves. Well, Hargraves, you know, Bev goes, who's that guy? So well, he's not very good. Of course, the next play, he intercepts a pass, does it beautifully. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe he's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that they're continuing to get better, and I hope that they can beat Cleveland, but I don't want to go out on a limb. Not that I have many limbs to go out on after the hurricane. Ah. So I guess it's time to just stop being silly. I love you, brother, and I hope we have another Texans win to talk about next week. That would be nice. At least put up a good fight, right? We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something up for me?